Welcome to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling, the ESPN for all things comedy, with your hosts, Mark Riccadonna and Richie Byrne. And now, grab a drink and welcome Mark Riccadonna and Richie Byrne. Folks, welcome back to Drinks, Jokes, and Storytelling. We hope. I'm your host, Mark Rigadonna, and with me as always, Richie Byrne. Um, we did a very NPR opening. Yeah, we did. I uh, I, I was on to... NPR a lot in this this summer. By the yeah, way. it's funny. Yeah, I did a couple NPR. I did NPR because I was doing that show. Um, wow, I just blanked on my own show. Wow. <laughs> oh, United We Laugh. Yeah, yeah. For the last year, I've been touring around. Uh, Suffolk County doing a show about racism and bias, and um, and um, I had a lot of heat on it. And NPR, I, I, I ended up on perfect, like a yeah. number of shows on NPR. Which That'd was be a perfect cool. show yeah. for an NPR the yeah. show that you're doing. Yeah, yeah. So they were really great, but I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, no, no. Uh, and that's that's why I don't prepare. We're <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> didn't happen yet. <laughs> We're but now we are. This is the official kickoff. This is exciting of season three. Season three of drinks, jokes, and storytelling. Where, if you can't tell, in a new studio. We're in a studio. We got a new producer named Christian. Hi, Christian. How you guys doing? We so, want. We're, we're gonna. We want you to get involved here. We want hey, you to be involved. We want you I'm to be in. part of this. We are at a shared universe in Eatontown, New Jersey. Yeah, we're we're, we're moving up in the we're world. Moving on up, baby. This We're is moving a up. beautiful studio. A lot of fun stuff uh, in the in the future that's going to be coming up. But uh, before we go any further of talking about this, I'd like to start the show the same way we start every show, and that is with a drink. Of course, uh, this Our first drink of the new season. Yeah, this is a local whiskey to uh, where I where I actually used to live before I moved to Ambler. This is out of Ben Salem, Pennsylvania. It's called 1675. It is, uh, they make whiskey. And um, I, I, I will say I love this place because my brother-in-law introduced me to it. And it's a dog-friendly distillery that if you want to go and have drinks and eat, you can bring your dog with you. Well, I'm not sure that that's a selling point for me, but if, hair of the dog. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> they, you can literally... <laughs> Literally have a hair of a dog. So uh, let's oh, get out your yeah. cup, and I will pour you a nice drink. If I can open the bottle, it may the wax may have melted shut because it's a hundred no. degrees outside. Do you know why it's uh, sixteen seventy five? Um, I believe it's the um, the year that the yeah. the uh, company. The, Not the company. The, it's the, a newer company. The whiskey. The whiskey recipe. I think it's from. Interesting. Well, That's, I'm not a big whiskey guy, but I'm a big scotch guy, which is very odd. Yeah, this but, is, I, I, I'm going to be 100% honest because I've drank oof. a lot of this before. It's a very whiskey-tasting whiskey. I can. And uh, oof. to me personally, I like this cut with soda or like Coke or Pepsi or whatever. It's really good mixing whiskey. It's pretty harsh straight, but All right. here we go. Let's see what happens. Thank God we're alcoholics. <laughs> Smooth. Yep. Smooth. Taking paint right <laughs> off my teeth. 
Woof. Wow. Uh, so, <laughs> how are you, buddy? I'm good. I missed you. It's good that I haven't seen you live in so long. It's I mean, live. A- I mean, as far as we've been on, we've been doing the Zoom for, shows. For, we did a good two month run of that, five nights a week, pretty much. So I was seeing you every day, but yeah. we were not live. We haven't yeah. seen each other in person. We haven't so been in is, the same room. This nice. is a lot of fun. So this is a good drink. I uh, I got to tell you, I like your beard, by the way. Do you? Yeah. It's very. It's very gray. It's very groomed. Well, I went to. I knew it was our first show back. I said, I got to look my best. So I ran to the barber. Today, here's what happened. I run to the barber. And uh, I go in. And he puts me in the chair. And he starts, because I go, like, I always go get my beard groomed by the barber, right? Once a week, maybe. once, a, And it really needed it. So he starts working on me. And they got TVs on. And they have the Yes Channel on, the Yankee Channel. And they're showing when Mariano Rivera's last game, when he retired as a Yankee. And what happened was uh, they were going to pull him from the game, even though he still had one out to go. So he, the crowd could give him a standing ovation and blah, blah, blah. So, and they, they were out of the, they didn't, they had a bad year. I, get, I can't remember what year it was, 2015, 16, whatever it was. But they sent out Derek Jeter and Andy Pettit to pull him from the game. And when no they way. went, and he didn't know they were going to do that. And when he, when they went out, and he saw them, he started crying. I was about to say, I bet. I he mean, dude, he broke down. I mean, literally. And my barber went away to get a hot towel, or so, and I'm watching. <laughs> and I, you started. I started crying in the barber's chair, <laughs> and I'm like, an, I'm like an idiot. I'm like, <laughs> and thank God my barber comes over and I'm like and he, and he he was getting a hot towel so he put the hot towel so he couldn't I'm like thank God he, like if he like, what's wrong with you <laughs> so this is a, the beard of tears the beard of tears now here's the funny thing when I went to leave my barber shook my hand and I was like oh and then I realized he had just spent 20 minutes doing this, doing that. And I'm freaking out about him shaking, shaking my hand. Like, God forbid if he touched you. Yeah. <laughs> my brother's actually just went back to, he's going to barber school. Really? Well, your school. mom, your mom, mom is stylist, hair, yeah. right? Well, she's a barber. Uh, your mom's a barber? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. She's like you, you old know, school You hear barber. women and you just think you she's. Yeah. Your mom's a barber? I yeah, didn't know that's own, pretty cool. Yeah, you were making shop. fun of him earlier because he was like, my mom cut my well, hair. Yeah. <laughs> and you were like, oh, your mom cut your hair? But that, I, well, I, now, now, that's now not you fair. Know. You know what? Don't talk anymore, Christian. I was wrong. Don't, yeah. don't, <laughs> Band don't, from the podcast. Yes, don't, don't jump in. <laughs> no more. When I say jump in, that means make fun of Mark. I don't know. <laughs> I know you knew. <laughs> now I know, boss. I'm sorry. But, you're, but wasn't it funny when he goes, here's how I look. Then my mom cut my hair. I'm like, you're almost 40. Your mom's oh, No, no. Too. Without context, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, so my mom retired, and there's a barbershop just sitting there. And so my brother decided he was tired of doing hard work, labor, manual labor. And oh, you he, mean she owns the shop? Yeah, she owns the building, everything, all the everything. So my brother went, oh, I'll go to barber school. My brother has more certificates and degrees and, than anybody I know. He's the most educated dude I know when it comes to crazy stuff. And he's going to cut hair. And now he's cutting hair. He's, uh, and well, he's really cool. good. He's, yeah. he's a really good. See, I could never. I that's he was I like dude. Not, I, 
go to barber school. We could cut hair together and we could, you know, open shops. You'd be, now, I don't know how you'd be as a hair cutter, but as a personality-wise. Oh, I would love that. You'd be a tremendous, you'd be tremendous. And the, <laughs> you'd be, you know, because you're, like, interested in people. You know, <laughs> like, you'd be asking questions. And stuff. Like, my, my barber talks a lot. And, he, and I'm like, in my head, I'm going, just shut up and cut my hair. I <laughs> but I have not had a haircut when... I got my hair cut March 10th, and I was letting it grow in the back, and mullet, everyone was calling me, you making fun of me about mullets and all, and I said to the, I have like four barbers, they all do a good job, they all tell each other, what, which is so rare, usually you only go to one person, but these yeah. guys, I'd rather go, and these guys talk to each other, and they're not, yeah. they're not upset if you go to somebody else. Good barbers usually don't. So, and you know what's funny, they're kids, they're like 21 years old, they're all they're 21-year-old Jewish kids, but they think they're from the streets. They're really funny. I like them a lot. They all got the yarmulkes on, but they talk. They're like, like you come in, they go, yo, like, the, you go, hey, what do you think of my new hair? Yo, your hair's fire, yo. It's fire. Yo. And they, and they talk to each other. Yo, what I say, yo? There's only one guy who doesn't do that. His name's Ruben. He's the only black guy. <laughs> you go in and Ruben's like, what's up with your hair? It's my sugar. <laughs> I'm not kidding. He's the only one who doesn't. They're all like, yo. And all. But anyway, um, I I had this one guy cut my hair the last time, March, I think it was March 9th or March 10th. And I said to him, everyone's making fun of me because I'm getting a mullet. And he goes, I go, but I want my hair to grow. And he had, he had let his hair grow. And I said, I want my hair to grow. I've, I've always wanted, I had long hair when I was younger. And even then it was like a mullet. He goes, you got to stop cutting it. He said, stop cutting it. It's going to take just on some weird forms, but you got to just let it grow. And I'm like, I can never do that because I'm on stage. Yeah. I'm at Dr. Oz. And the next day, the pandemic, the next day I got laid <laughs> off from us. But within Guess a I week, let it grow. and I went, I'm letting it grow. And when I when we finally came back, because I don't even know, is Pennsylvania open to barbers? And hair? I, I don't even know where you guys are at. Um, we keep going back and forth. There's no like... Yeah. Anytime you feel good about something, like, okay, I know I can do this, it's gone the next day. Even New York City, I don't know if they're open to it, but Long Island is. Yeah. And uh, when I went in, when they first reopened barbershops, I went that week, and I said, just take a little bit off the top, because it was driving me crazy. But I said, but I want to keep letting it grow. And they're like, then, and they, they were really cool. They're like, then, you know, okay. let it grow. So I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep letting it grow and see what happens. <laughs> well, my hair was about down to here. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. I got it all cut off. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You must have. I, I cut it. And now you... with the humidity, uh, I got, it looks like I got a perm. I, see, you, you, at least you let it go. Like when I, I'm always trying to gel it back. I was gelling it before the show. You were, <laughs> You're in the bathroom. Just... Like, the, like the fonts. <laughs> but I hate when I gel it and then it gets real flat. Then I have a mullet again. You know what I mean? I'm like, well, what'd you do that for? So I don't know. But my, I'm just like, screw it. I'm going to let it grow and see what happens. Got to do it. Yeah. My, I mean, it's the only thing. I'm 57 years old and I have it. Yeah. Flaunt it. If you got you know, it, flaunt it, baby. We got some hair here, man. We got it's very, look at Christian cool. over here. with. We got Christian with the giant. Look Can at that thing. see Christian? There he is. Show him, baby. There you go. There he is. The little <laughs> muppet. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love how he was just like the little muppet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it's it's been a wild summer uh, since we've yes. taken off. Um, comedy's pretty much 
was shut down completely, mm-hmm. and then it started to. They're starting to try. Yes, to get it, it going. I did yeah. a. Governance is doing some outdoor stuff in Long Island. Yeah, I went to Lake George and did a giant theater, but there was they only. Yeah, how was that? So it was with Tom Anzalone. So right. was, oh, no man. matter what, I was happy. The man. So so the show stopped just to have. <laughs> I had more fun in the green room than most people Dude. have on stage. Dude, well, Anzalone is just... Uh, he's he's one right. of my favorites, man. And so we go to this theater, and it's... I got all... a really funny Anzalone story, but I can't. I cannot tell it on the air. I'm going to tell you after the show. Okay. <laughs> but they uh, had everything. It was run by the state. There were uh, sanitation things, every row of the theater. Everybody had to sit a row apart. 10 seats distance. So it was like a thousand seat theater, but there was only probably 150 people there. We did it two weeks in a row. I went back up and did it again, different group of people. And that was Jody and Vinny? No, no, no. It was oh. um, it was through um, Dan and Jerry. Oh, it was through Dan and Jerry. And we had so much fun. Shout Everybody, out to Dan and Jerry. Shout out DCA. DCA? Call them if you want us. Um <laughs> They, I worked for you guys, right? <laughs> <laughs> we we did a Mark and I did a um, uh, a meeting with his college no cruise ship uh, agent, cruise ship agent. D- DCA Dan and Jerry Abramson, and I you always talk about your co- your uh, cruise ship agent, but you never told me who they were. Yeah, you might have said I think Jerry. I said you might have said Dan. I probably you, always said but, Jerry. So when we get on the phone and he says, "Hi, it's Dan Abramson," I'm like, "Dan, I know that name. I know," and I go. <laughs> I work for you guys, right? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> yes, Richie. Porkies. Yeah, you, yeah. And um, through the great Kate McGill, shout out to Kate McGill. Um, shout out to Kate. I, I don't Kate. know Kate. Get out, really? No, I don't One know. One of the top and, college agents. Uh, yeah, I never got to work with her. And she, she and I were friends years ago. I gotta, I gotta call her. But anyway, good. I'm sorry. But uh, we had just such a great time at this theater. Everything. If you took your mask off during the show, security came and got you, brought you out. Yeah. Um, and it was so safe. It was so uh, everything was done correct. And uh, I felt very safe about it. And I've done a couple other shows that were run by uh, the state or it was like a casino or a, a corporate gig. Right. And everything was done with rules, very strict. Yeah. And then I got hired. I won't say where it was, who it was, any of that stuff, because I don't want to say anything negative in case they're watching. Um, but I showed up, and it was a short. It was run by the state. It was at a state park. And this was uh, in PA. And we showed up, and none of the people had masks on. They were playing, uh, they were playing um, cornhole. And we pulled in, and I was with Tom Briscoe. And we're both like, I'm not getting out till it's my time to go up. And there was a hypnotist. And the hypnotist is on stage, and he's doing his thing. We, so I texted the part by contact and just said, hey, we're here. But uh, I'm going to stay in the car. I don't want to interrupt the show. And I want to go over my notes because I didn't want to get out. Mm-hmm. There was no social distancing going on. There was nothing. So um, she was like, but you got to come out and eat. We The buffet's still open. I'm like, buffet? <laughs> I did the show, and nobody liked us. Uh, you know, really, it sounds like it was a, they listened, it sounds like a horror show. It was a rough one. It was See, rough I think one. that's the one thing that it can come back easier as the theaters as far as for comedy as long as they're okay with uh the acts are okay with knowing they're not going to be able to get paid what they used to 
Yeah. Because they can only sell. But I, I think, like, clubs, like, what's the point of a club opening if they can only put, you know, 40 people in the room? Four. Yeah. You know, but a theater can put more people in the room because they usually are bigger. Yeah. You know, um, but they, uh, so I think theaters might, we might have more of a chance at work. And the, the other thing with theaters is they can't do plays. Like, part of the problem yeah. of theater right now isn't just keeping the audience separate. The actors can't be this close. The actors can't be singing into each other. Yelling at the each actors other. Can't yell each other. The actors can't kiss. So you, you, the actors can't rehearse. With a, if you're a theater, and I think bring in a comedy show. Yeah. It's one night. You don't have to open. You don't have to worry about rehearsal. You don't have to worry about anything. Just bring in a comedy show. Yeah. Get your patrons. Get 45, 50, whatever patrons, you know, and, and do a show. Nice I, show. I don't know why. I mean, to me, that's the way to go. That's. But there are still areas you, you can't get into. I don't know. Well, I mean, truth be told, this is our first show, and we're, we're going to talk about the fact that we're 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 shooting ahead of time, so we're a month behind here. Yeah, the the rules could all the, change. right. Every theater could be so, there could be a vaccine by. <laughs> yeah, so please be kind in the comments. Right, we're, we're a month behind. Right, and we're trying we not to talk, but right now, as of August third, fourth, whatever it is, the you know, the, the uh, you still can only perform. You can only be outside. Yeah. And you know what's bothering me right now? And I don't know what the rules are with you guys. See, that's the other thing. The rules just keep changing. And they change Cuomo state Cuomo keeps state. changing the rules state to state, but Cuomo keeps changing the rules every day. Yeah. Like, he'll, like, say, all right, you can be open, but you got to serve food. And then a bar will go, well, we got chips. We're, we're serving chips. Oh, no, that's not what I meant. But that's not what you said. It has to be a meal. It has to be a meal. Enjoy. Wings don't count. And then Buffalo lost their mind. What do you mean wings don't count? And, you know, tell my guys yeah. that wings don't count. <laughs> And let's not let's also not forget you have to hit like four food groups for it to be considered a meal. So, <laughs> but I, I, I mean, I don't understand. One of the rules right now in New York that I want to talk to you about off the air is that uh, you can have music outside, but you can have comedy. Why? That, that and why? Why are you taking my my? my ability to make a living out of my hands like that. And yeah. if you said no entertainment, okay. But there's a rule in New York right now that says no comedy, no exotic dancing. Because well, they which, probably went to a couple shows and realized, eh, maybe we shouldn't have comedy. <laughs> I think they saw Mike Keegan. <laughs> um, <laughs> but um, I just thought that was funny. Uh, no comedy, no exotic dancing. And I'm like, you just took away every chance I have of making a living. Right I know. There, the you shake your thing, man. The two of them. Well, so, we're in Jersey, so you can do it here. What is he looking at? What are you doing? <laughs> reading something. You're supposed to be a part of the show. I'm here. on your You told me not to talk. I was lying. To. <laughs> oh, you were lying? Well, my feelings didn't be able to tell a difference. Oh, stop. <laughs> Little baby. Little Muppet baby. <laughs> Baby, is that going to be the new nickname? Oh, God. I well, Please actually, God, no. we should bring this up right now. I thought I was the Kevin Bacon character in the Degrees <laughs> of Separation, <laughs> so weird. I was so excited to introduce Christian to right. Richie because I'm going. These are from two different worlds Com of my life. Right. I have my comedian friend with my filmmaking friend, which. 
by the way, Christian is an amazing filmmaker. Amazing. And, and I have seen your work. Thank you. We've played your work on our show. Yes, we have. Really? Yeah, we played Fatherhood. We did. Ah. So uh, I, I wanted to put it out there that, like, oh, I get to, to introduce these two worlds. I introduced these two. You guys can go on to how this happened. I left the room for one minute. One minute to get my glass. And I walked back in. And they're in the middle of being old-time friends. <laughs> <laughs> mutual mutual friends. Oh, man. So yeah. I, how, does, nope. how did the connection happen? I, can I just... And let me tell you before you, we start. Okay. I called a friend of mine from that. Yeah. And, and like, he goes... How did he put that together with Dr. Oz? Like, you put that together so fast. That, yeah, and I it, was it, like, oh, wait, Doug, Doug it was knows so, Dr. Oz pretty well. So here's what happened. He go, I mentioned that I do the warm-up of the Dr. Oz show, which uh, maybe I'm not anymore because there's no audience. This is right we'll now. find out in one month. And, uh, you know, I think, well, I, I, think mean, I know already. I, I, they, the, the, the union's involved in that. There's no audience from oh what they're boy. telling me. But... Uh, I said something about being the warm up for Dr. Oz, and I forget I forget why, but we were, uh, oh the, oh I know why because Kevin Cash the Muppets yeah we were talking about Kevin Cash first right because I'm and I said I worked Elmo. with Kevin Cash from who was the voice of Elmo yeah and uh, and you thought that was really cool because you're you're a big Muppet guy right yeah. and uh, a big I guess Jim Henson guy big Jim Henson and and uh, and I said I did the warm up for Dr. Oz, and then we did a show at Chicago, and I it was a live show, and I hosted it, and Oz came on, and Kevin was one of the guests, and and then you blew me away because you go, <laughs> Dr. Oz, and I go yeah, and he goes, did you ever meet Dougie Fresh? And I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> it's such a small world. And you too, go, he's like, my godfather. I'm like, he's yeah. your godfather. Doug let Doug has been in my family like my whole well, life. Well, tell everybody who your dad is. So was. my dad was the lead singer and producer in a group called PM Don. He was Prince B. And Which is very cool. Yeah. yeah I grew, amazing. I mean, to me it was dad, but like later on in life I was like, because Oh yeah, this is cool. When I met you online, with with Mark on, yeah, and, and, and you guys were talking. BigSamoan.com. I have the BigSamoan.com uh, tattoo tramp stamp <laughs> to prove it. <laughs> but we met and, and Mark said who your dad was. And because I'm 90, I didn't know who your dad was, but I looked it up and I'm like, this is really freaking well, and cool, our, a buddy of ours got so excited to meet you on yeah. the call because he wrote a paper about your father. Really? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, you don't remember Tim? Oh yeah. Call? And he was like, "I wrote That's a paper who I about called. your father." That's right. I forgot Tim was on that call. Right. <laughs> the guy you met, he wrote a paper on your father in, in That's College. right. And uh, oh, wow. And <laughs> he Tim. is the reason I met Dougie Fresh. Ironically, Tim Sullivan. No way. Because he was Doctor Oz's PR guy. Yeah, and he, Doc and Dougie, he set up a thing where they did a thing on education. They did a rap about education. Oh, I remember this. And Dougie came on the show to do it. With, and uh, they made a video, and then they went to the did White Oz House. Rap? And, huh? Did Oz rap? Yeah, of course. He can't wait. Oh, boy. You want to get it in, you got to put a little. I don't really care what nobody done told you. Right. Okay. Now we need some help from the kids. Come on, let's do a little soul train. Come on, 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 come on,
So, Dougie's backstage. To, he's going to go on Dr. the show. Dr. Oz was an alumni on the show. Yeah, Dr. <laughs> Oz was a guest on our show. No yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was great. He That's was great. funny. So, Dougie's backstage to go on, and Tim introduces me to Dougie. And the stage manager's right there. My friend Seth is there, who's like always loves to give me shit and all, right? So Seth has got Doug. He's there to bring Dougie out, right? So yeah. Tim goes, this is Richie Byrne. He's our warm-up guy. He's a comic. And Dougie goes, yo, what's up, man? And I shake his hand. He's a real warm guy, right? And Tim goes, Richie's really funny. He's a really talented guy, too. And Dougie goes, yeah, I know. And Tim goes, what? And he goes, I know. Tim goes, what do you mean you know? He goes, talent knows talent. <laughs> <laughs> Oh which, my God. Which, by the way, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. You know, when you when you are talented, when you are in this business and really in it, and you meet somebody, you don't even have to see their act yeah. to know if they're good. You know most of the that time. That was oh one of my God. advantages at Stand Up New York was you had I would talent. be at the door, and somebody would walk in, i go, you're a comic. Go, you How can do tell. you know? You can tell. I can just But know. the way he's talent knows talent. And the set, the set, my friend set, the stage manager just goes, oh, Jesus, I'm going to hear about this for weeks now. He's never going to shut up about it. We have to have Seth on, by the way. We have oh, to have man. Dougie Fresh on, man. Yeah. I could, I mean, my mom's his manager. I could oh, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> we have to have your mom on. <laughs> I've been trying to get my mom to do a podcast oh, for the longest dude, time. We will have your oh, mom. My God, we, we don't just do comics. We do entertainers. We do whatever. Whoever we think is cool, if that's who we have on the show. interesting and cool, you can be on the show. I'm, I'm, I'm trying. I would definitely get I it I guess on. Christian's right, going to be our new booker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I thought that was such a great line because I've always thought that myself, that I can pick out talent. And you just said it, too. And and just the way and it's just the way he did it so cool. He's like, hey, man, what's up? Nice to meet you. And Tim goes, Richie's really, he's our comic, but he's really very talented. Yeah, I know. He goes, no, no, I, I'm saying he, because he wanted, because I sing, too, and he wanted him to know that I, I'm in music. Yeah. And he goes, no, no, he's really talented. He goes, yeah, I know. And Tim goes, well, how do you know? He goes, talent knows no, talent. talent. <laughs> it's such a beautiful the thing because it's, it's so true. How many times have you been in the middle of the country and they introduce you to the comic that's opening for you? And you just know they suck? You know they're bad or you know they're good. And you can just tell by the way they hold themselves, mm -hmm. the way they talk to you, right. the way they act. Right. And and there's sometimes when you meet people and the, you get pleasantly surprised, which is my favorite. Right. My but, favorite thing. And I, I want to huge shout out to San Antonio, Texas, because the comics all have no egos there. Oh, yeah. And so when you go to meet these guys and they're opening the show, you look at them and go, oh, boy. Like this is, a, and then they blow you away with a really smart, good humor that's actually really? funny. I met one of my favorite people on social media. He's my favorite social media guy. To uh, Anytime he posts something, I just absolutely adore him. And I've been following him, and he was the MC. It was me, him, and David Tell. And it's this comedian named Jay White Cotton. And we have to have I, him on the show. Maybe. Have you talked about him to me? Because uh, yeah. I know the name, but I might I know I wanted to get him on the show before. You know everybody. I love this, meeting new this comics, guy, man. He knows everybody. It's amazing to me. <laughs> now, guy, he's so smart, and it's so he, he. There's so much to what he does that nobody can pinpoint him on what side of the fence he's on with, like politics or social, because he just makes fun of everybody, and it 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 nails it. 
it nails it. And I'm just like, if I ever had a late night show, he'd be my first phone call to hire. Second phone call would be Tom Simmons. But you, you know Tom Simmons. Yeah, 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 Carolinas. yeah. Those two guys are just so smart and funny. And I met them both on the road. And as soon as, well, with Jay, I didn't know. But with Tom, I was just, I saw him in Atlanta and I went, oh, there's no way I should be closing this show. By the way, Richard, don't be offended. You'll be the third phone call. When he gets his well, late night show. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be his. You know what's funny? I didn't want to screw him up, but I, I didn't want to stop his flow. But I was thinking, thanks, Mark. Thanks. Well, you, well, you know, because if I had a show, more of this. if I had a show, I'd be his Ed McMahon. You would. Well, so man. that um, he would be hiring me and I'd be hiring one them. Day, one day I was, I was driving with a, a comic, Pat O'Rourke. I don't think you know Pat. Do you know yeah. Pat? Yeah, yeah. Pat's uh, Pat's a good friend of mine, and he helped us with the. He was on the show with Baldinger. Oh, geez, of course, of course, right, Brian Baldinger. So Pat's driving me to a gig in Pennsylvania. He's the opener, and he's driving me to Pennsylvania. I get in his. He picks me up at my house. I get in the car. I'm hungover. I'm like, stop down here at the bagel store. I gotta get an egg sandwich. Blah blah blah. I get the egg sandwich. I get a coffee. A yoo-hoo. And I go. I get in. He tells the story about. You're the second person that I've heard like in the last month say Yoohoo's good for hangovers. It's great for hangovers. It's great for hangovers. My kids drink Yoohoo. I gotta start drinking. It, it's great for hangovers. I get in the car. I go to sleep for like an hour. He's driving. Poor guy's driving. I get on the phone with my manager at the time and something comes up about Moody McCarthy. Shout out to Moody. We gotta get Shout him on the show. Moody, great yes. com- One of my favorite comics. And I, and, so, and I go, Moody's such a good guy. I go, if I ever make it big Moody's gonna gonna open for me, and Pat just goes, "What the fuck kind of bullshit is? Hello!" <laughs> Screaming about it. You said I'm driving you to nowhere. You're sleeping. <laughs> yeah, but when you're in the room with somebody, you already assume they have the job with you. <laughs> no, Pat, I'm not hiring Pat. Oh, well, I mean, except him. <laughs> anyway, um, oh but we we this thing comes up about Dougie Fresh. And then you say that this is like the most six degrees of Kevin Bacon. Yeah, I get it. Ever fine. And what did I say? You I had go, the topic. I'm so, <laughs> I'm like half a degree away from Kevin. I used to hang out with his brother-in-law. So you say, yeah. I know everybody. You know everybody. I don't know comics. I know everybody but me. Like, I'm <laughs> such an idiot. Robbie Sedgwick. Kira Sedgwick's brother, great guy. Robbie Sedgwick, really he good should actor. Be, he should seriously sing standards because that name Robbie Sedgwick. would be so perfect on like a theater billboard. Like, it, you're right. But Come I, hear America's song with <laughs> Robbie Sedgwick. But he, um, I used to work in a bar uptown, a restaurant uptown uh, on 96, 95th Street and, and Amsterdam. And, what bar? Uh, goodbye Columbus. And Robbie was good friends with the owner. So he would come in, and I knew he was an actor, really good-looking guy. And he'd spend, I'd work, and we'd watch. I'd work days. You'd and get fluttered. I'd hang out. In. We'd drink, watch the Knicks. The Knicks were big. That watch Nick Gates laugh. Blah blah blah. Oh, this we'd was a while out. ago this then, is, huh? This is in '92, '93. <laughs> so then one day something comes up about his sister, and I'm like, "Who's his sister?" And he goes, "Kara Sedgwick." And I'm like. You're Kira Sedgwick's brother? Like, and, and I just knew him as Robbie. And like, he never talked about his family. And his, his aunt was, um, what was her name? Edie Sedgwick, who was, uh, uh, who was the big artist in the 60s. Uh, I'm blanking on his name. Um, Andy Warhol's muse. No way. Dude, yeah. He, he, she, Edie Sedgwick was like the shit. 
that's his aunt. That's his father's sister. And uh, that and I'm must like, be a great I'm like, Thanksgiving. I'm hanging out with Robbie. And then one night, he showed up with Kevin, and they all went out, and I wasn't there, so I didn't. Oh. Get, I was this close you to hanging out. Your with, degree. And, and a pay- <laughs> but I just think it's funny, I'm, like when people go oh, six degrees of Kevin. I'm like, I was as close to Kevin Bacon a degrees like, as you could be. I, yeah. You know, so I, I, so my degree of Kevin Bacon is, you know, I'd always go down to Atlanta to play the Laughing Skull. In the Laughing Skull Festival, and um, I have a lot of friends in Atlanta. So when I'd go down there, it would be even though I'm only working three nights, I'd be down there for seven, you know, and just going out watching music and doing the thing. There was a thing called Bacon Fest, and it was literal bacon, like the food. <laughs> like so, it's you go there, they sell cups of bacon, bacon flavored everything. I think you bacon. told me to go ahead. And we're at Bacon festival. Fest and we're like having the time of our lives laughing. I'm with a really good friend, Kurt Taylor, who we should have on. Amazing guitarist. And uh, as, we're, as we're at the festival, we start to walk to the car to leave. And all of a sudden he gets all these blown up. The Bacon Brothers <laughs> show up at dressed bacon. as bacon. No way. They have bacon costumes on. No way. And then went up and unannounced. They weren't like nobody invited them or hired them to be there. They just went, what's Bacon Fest without us? <laughs> they just <laughs> And they performed? Up. Yeah, and they performed. It was like the coolest. Are like, they good? I don't. I, we, we left. I missed my bacon opportunity. <laughs> They're good on bacon, on rye with a little mayo. <laughs> Throw a tomato on there. I'm talking. So. Yes. We're, uh, we should tell the audience so, uh, what's going on. You're watching episode one. We are now in of this, season three. Of, yeah, episode one of season three. We're here. At Every season, universe. it's changed. Yeah. Season one was pretty much just the audio strip. at the strip. Audio at the strip. Season two was in our houses. Yeah. And now season, season three, we're, we're here. At shared, shared universe, universe. Uh, which I think is going to be an amazing good, home. Yes. I have we're, a good feeling about shared. I universe. feel really good. And you had a sign. Of why you know it was going to be good. Oh, yes, I did. Yesterday. Yesterday. I have, for those of you who know me, I have a fish pond in my backyard. And uh, I went out to feed my fish. Actually, I have two. I, I went for a walk last week. I've been walking. For, and I went to this uh, park, and I parked my car. And when I went out to get out of the car, laying upside down right next to my car was a dead bird. And it, it was like literally, it looked like it just went done. Like just a heart attack gone, like Widowmaker. You know what I mean? Like he was just laying, like, like he looked like a. One too many bacon sandwiches. And I, <laughs> that bird ate too much pork. So it grossed me out, and I had to move the car. I freaked out because I'm not How good big with. What was this t- thing? He wasn't, uh, yeah, Small vault. Dude, I'm just, um, I'm a wimp. Oh. So I don't think anything of it. You know, this yeah. is last week. This is last week. So now yesterday, I go out to my pond to feed my fish, and I look, and there's a dead bird in the pond, in the middle of the pond, floating in the pond. And I'm like, what the hell's going on? Dead bird. Another dead. Now I got to take him out with a net. And you had a, I'm not good, dude. I'm like, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Don't and touch it. I couldn't get him in the garbage. I'm like, get out of the net. Get out of the net. And I even had one of my fish die two weeks ago. So I had it, uh, yeah, which I'm very upset about. He was an original. Blinky. Since we moved there. And blink. 
All this cartoon stuff you, around you, you me. You thought that was going to be a deep cut that no one would acknowledge, and then everyone was like, ah, we know what the fuck you're talking about. But <laughs> we looked up, I looked up what a dead bird means because I got nervous about it, and the dead bird symbolizes new beginnings. So how cool is that? There you go. Perfect. New uh, beginnings. New beginnings here. And uh, speaking of fish, I took my kids fishing. Axel's obsessed. Obsessed with fishing. How old is he now? He is uh, five. And okay, that's a good age. I'm not going to lie. I, when you said fish, I thought you were going to say Axel's a fish fan now. And I was like, I was very concerned. He's <laughs> <laughs> smoking like pot. Axel loves 30-minute songs that go nowhere. <laughs> we were on a boat. For six hours, wow. did not catch one fish. I figured an hour in, these kids were going to, if we didn't catch anything, they were done. We, we stayed out there, and at the 545 mark, he was like, do we really have to go in? I love fishing. And I was like, this is really cool. And I go, you sure you really like fishing? We went in, and the whole ride home, he goes, I can't wait to go fishing again with you, Dad. Can't wait to go fishing. I'm like, wow. he is a little old man. <laughs> so are you. <laughs> he actually, another, this is something uh, off subject, but it was so cute. So he found out what nocturnal means. I didn't think nothing of it. So I saw a moth, and we're in my parents' garage, and I swat at the moth. He goes, don't hit the moth. I go, well, it's a moth. Who cares? He goes, moths are beautiful. They're nocturnal butterflies. And I was like. Okay, wow. I so after I looked up nocturnal, yeah. <laughs> once I figured out what that meant, I was like, but he also, my my nephew, Riker, my brother, the barber, who's going to be the barber, his son stays up and plays video games on his phone all night. Like he stays up all night, and um, we, my Axel was crying one afternoon because it was like one in the afternoon and Riker wasn't awake. And he's crying. I go, what's wrong? Why are you crying? Like, I'm like, everything's, like, amazing right now. We're, like, hanging out with your grandparents. We're eating. We're having a good time. And he goes, I'm just so afraid Riker's going to turn nocturnal. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to kill him. <laughs> I love how you had a beautiful story and bounced out with stupid. Yeah. <laughs> I love that kid. I love that kid. He's, dude, he's a little old man. And anytime he does something bad, I can't get mad at him. I just can't. I have to stop myself from laughing. That's how I am with you. I know. <laughs> Why do you think I push the buttons as much as I can? I'm like, I'm going to eventually find I'm the button like that makes him Mark. snap. I'm always Mark. Mark is so fucking the... <laughs> Mark's like a golden retriever. You just can't get mad at the damn thing. <laughs> golden retriever. Um, so what we're going to do with the podcast is we're going to be back weekly... We're going to be, every Monday we're going to post stuff. No, Tuesday. Tuesday. Every Tuesday we're going to be posting. It'll be on, you can follow us with Facebook. You can follow us with, uh, uh, if you're on Instagram, on uh, YouTube, or if you do it the old-fashioned way, we're on all the podcasting things, but just the audio version. Right. You can watch the video. And we're going to be here at this new beautiful space. We are. And Which, um, given the size of the three of us, I think that maybe air conditioning might help in the future. Yeah. <laughs> we are. Is, and I'm wearing jeans. I got to tell you a story. I got to tell you a story. This is why I don't prepare. <laughs> is this Once your new again, catchphrase? Hasn't happened yet. 
Oh, no, I've never prepared. <laughs> the audience knows that. <laughs> oh, it shows. Um, <laughs> so I gained the COVID-15, right? 30 in my case. And, and I, um, I took out in June, I take out my summer clothes. I might have told this already to you, but I, I, get, I go get the summer clothes. And I got like five or six pairs of shorts. None of them fit. <laughs> Not even. Like, I thought, all right, this could be rough, but you know what? You got to like to. Yeah, like. No, I was like, this was as far as I could get. I'm like, and I'm, I'm like. You have and, to put two pants together and here, in reverse. <laughs> here's the weird thing. Because from March through like June, we were in. You couldn't go anywhere. There was nothing open. So you wore sweats. Who knew? Like, I never knew I was really gaining that much weight because I was never really that uncomfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? You know you're gaining weight by your clothes. Like, it's so true. Like, your yeah. clothes tell you, you got to yeah. stop, Ooh. man. Yeah. The shirt's feeling tight. I yeah, yeah. Not- but I didn't have that because I was pretty much naked the whole three months, you know? <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so none of the shorts fit. None. And I go, and this is early June, maybe late May. And I go, you know what? I am not buying shorts. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to lose this weight. Well, it's now August, and they still don't fit. Good news. One more month, you won't need them. I know. (laughs) But I went, I finally caved about a month ago, and I went to Walmart, and I bought one pair that fit, one pair of shorts. And I caved. But now I have, like, anywhere I go, like, I went went to dinner with some friends of mine a couple weeks ago, and my friend knows the story about the shorts. And How many days? I had to. How many uh, days you've been wearing those? I was a female, my friend Janet, and I had to go. I brought the shorts to the dry cleaner, which no one could believe that I bring shorts to the dry cleaner, but I do. And I go to the dry cleaner, and so now the shorts are in the dry cleaner. So I go to the dry cleaner, I get the shorts, then I go to the restaurant, and I'm in sweat shorts. And I go into the men's room in the restaurant, and I change it to my good shorts. And I come out, and my friend Janet goes, will you buy a second pair of shorts? (laughs) (laughs) She goes, it's been two months. You're not going to lose the weight. Give it up. I can't do it. Damn. Dude, I got like six pairs of shorts just sitting there waiting all summer. (laughs) And I'm in these hot jeans. And even these jeans, they're the biggest jeans I've ever owned, man. I am like... And it's funny now that I'm putting on real clothes, like all of a sudden you find yourself going, oh, I'm full. Like I never noticed anything when I was in these sweats. And like, I was like Living George hard, Costanza. Baby. Remember with George? You know, it's like you say to the world, I give up. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't care. Anymore. I don't care. KP forgot. Ah. Oh, his picture. So uh, even though he wasn't here yet. No, yeah. Well, we got a picture for KP. Uh, so yeah, we'll be in uh, the studio. We're going to be back to weekly. Well, back to weekly, uh, uh, and we're, hope, we're hoping to do some live shows. It's just going to be hard right now to do live shows. Yeah, so, so we're trying to. We're we're gonna we're pre-record. We're gonna have some guests in the studio, and we're gonna have some guests on Zoom. On Zoom. Uh, it will be. We probably will have a guest every week, so don't like don't fret that it's going to be just me and Mark. I know we suck, yeah. but uh, yeah. remember at the beginning, here's this is a good uh, Chris. This is a good story when we went out one day, and I told a story. And oh, a so bar. you found Mark on GoodSamoan.com too? Yes, yeah. Oh, okay, yes. Cool. Cool. Tramp cool. Sam cool. to prove it with and little hash marks. <laughs> <laughs> so you went out, and he says the next day he goes, you know, you're a great storyteller. 
you should do. He met my friend Tim, and he goes, you sh you you should get that guy Tim, and you should do a storytelling podcast. And I go, no, I should do it with you. And I, and I'm like, you and me, we'll do it. And he goes, all right. And we're like, every week we'll we'll do. It. We did like three shows together, and we were like, we gotta get guests. This is <laughs> really, we, we need some guests to tell. We some need stories. some help. That's enough of that now. Just the two. <sighs> and we really thought it was just gonna be the two of us. Everyone, like, ah, that's enough of that, man. Yeah. Even this, but we haven't done a show just the two of us. And, and months. I've been fretting this show. I've been like, well, what am I gonna talk about? The fuck am I, chop liver? We. I didn't know you were gonna <laughs> yeah, be here. Yeah, he yeah. didn't know you were gonna be so entertaining and such a beautiful person. That's why I wasn't scared. Uh, That's why I didn't prepare. <laughs> you were like, I'm <laughs> not worried. <laughs> but we're hoping you guys will tune in. It's going to be great. As we move forward, we're going to do. We're going to add more things to the show, but right now we're going to keep it simple. Try to keep it simple. We're going to try to have Great fun. interviews. We're hoping we'll have some good guests coming up. We're not going to say who, but we got some great guests. Great yeah, I'm, shows I'm super up. excited with what we're recording next week, but you'll have no idea when it's coming out. Yes, we're not sure when it's coming out, Yeah, but but we are back, and we we're are. going to air, uh, re-air all of our episodes. Please tell them that, yeah. So we're going to re-air all of our episodes uh, just to get them out as the countdown, and then we're going to start going back to fresh new yeah. season three. So uh, stay tuned, listen, and enjoy, and let's end this show with what, what our favorite thing is, and that's the joke oh, on the joke. street. I said it wrong. What is it? <laughs> Joke on the street. <laughs> Not a, he titled it. He but you're saying it. it. But you're saying it wrong. <laughs> it's our first time doing it. We screwed it up. <laughs> Joke of the street. Joke, Joke of the street. Of the. <laughs> oh my God! What do you guys need a fucking right. countdown? Jo One, two, three. Joke of, of the, the street. street. So <laughs> here it is. Young girl turns 15, old enough to date. Her mother goes, you're 15 now. You're old enough to date. The girl gets really nervous. Her mother says, what's the matter? She says, what if a boy wants to do more than I want to do? How do I stop him? Mother says, it's very simple. When you're in a car or you're with a boy somewhere and he wants to fool around, just look him in the eyes and say, what are we going to name the baby? And I guarantee you he'll stop anything you don't want to do. So she goes out with this one guy. She said, do you know the joke? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just love that part. Keep going. Sorry. What? <laughs> just keep going. Sorry. <laughs> You're killing on the setup. So she goes out with this one guy. She doesn't like him at all. He's a real nerd. He's a real asshole. I think his name was Nardi Yellow. And... Uh, <laughs> He's taking her home. He pulls over in the car. He starts trying to fool around with her. She looks him in the eye. She says, what are we going to name the baby? He stops everything, takes her home. She's out with a second guy. He's a little nicer, a little better looking. She likes him, but she doesn't really like him. Same thing. He's taking her home. They pull over in the car. He starts fooling around. She says, what are we going to... She lets him go a little further. She says, what are we going to name the baby? He stops everything, takes her home. She's out with a third guy. A little older, a little suave, good-looking dude, really suave. Takes her out to dinner, dancing, whole thing. She really likes him. She thinks she wants to sleep with him. But she knows her mother said she shouldn't. She goes, I know what I'll do. I'll sleep with him, then I'll say it. So they, he pulls over. They get in the back of the car. They fool around. They go all the way. 
He finishes just as he finishes, just as he's done. She looks him in the eye. She says, what are we going to name the baby? He gets up, takes off a condom, ties in it to three knots, throws it out the window and goes, if he gets out of that, we'll name him Houdini. Folks, that's drinks, jokes, and storytelling. Good night from a shared universe. Thanks for listening. Please subscribe, rate, and review us on YouTube or wherever you podcast. We also would appreciate spreading the word. Let anyone who may enjoy us know about us. We appreciate the plug. Special thanks to a shared universe studios, Realize Records, and Why Not for the great music. 